thank you for that awesome, thank you for that awesome praise and worship, baby. Wasn't it wonderful? Yes, yes, we ushered in the presence of God. I love it. Good to see you guys' faces today, and you were online as well. We are thankful to be here today. Amen. So y'all know what we do and how we do things. Before I get started, y'all got 15 seconds to share. Amen. So jump. Y'all got permission to get on your phone in church. Praise God. Amen. Uh, uh, jump on there real quick. You got 15 seconds to share, to tag someone, and invite them to church as it's about to go down. Amen. Amen. I got a little feedback from this front one. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you, O oh God. Well, I'm going to pray real quick before we get started. Dear Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for today. We thank you for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. I pray, Father God, you literally do surgery on us today, O oh God. Help us, O oh God. Cut our hearts, O oh God. Cut away the fat parts of our heart, O oh God. Let us, O oh God, be led to you, O oh God. Help us, O oh God, to hear your word, O oh God, to receive your word, O oh God, and for you to do what you need to do in our lives, O oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. All right, all right. Y'all know we in the relationship series entitled Seems Like You're Ready. Amen. Amen. So today we will be in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 3. Proverbs 5, verse 3 is where we will be at today. Uh, I'm in the Message Bible, the ghetto version. So I'm going to read it. It'll be on the screen. I'm going to read it. So uh, it's really like verses 3 through 7, but but the ghetto version, I want y'all to feel what I'm saying, all right? We'll jump back to the New King James and New Living and all that, but I want y'all to feel what I'm saying, all right? So Proverbs chapter 5, verse 3, and it reads as follows. The lips of a seductive woman are also sweet. Her soft words are also smooth. But it won't be long before she's gravel in your mouth. A pain in your gut. A wound in your heart. She's dancing down the primrose path to death. She's headed straight for hell and taking you with her. She hasn't a clue about real life. About who she is or where she's going. I know you can't touch your neighbor, but just wave at him and say, today we're talking about poison. Uh, today we're talking about poison. Amen. Amen. Poison. 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 That infamous trap that starts off with a snare drum that would make even a baby shake his head. Y'all know what I'm talking about. These brothers, Bell, Biv, DeVoe, tried to give brothers advice that still reigns true today. Never trust a big button to smile. That girl is, y'all y'all say, y'all ain't never heard it. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Uh, 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 and they saying that some brothers like Pastor depend on how big the button. Pastor, it depends, just depends. I don't know. I don't know. But what they were saying is, and it's so cold-blooded, is that you got to watch out because it may be poison. And if all the things that I have read concerning, watch this, adultery and infidelity, there is nothing more cold-blooded than Proverbs 5, 6, or 7. I'm talking about the description, the dialogue, and the desires of the adulterer and adulteress are clearly explained in these chapters. It's true, watch this, if there's married couples in here today or watching online, watch this, somebody has busted a move and crept on somebody. Uh, it's true that if some people are married, they might be thinking about busting a move right now. And if you're single and if you ain't did nothing yet, praise God that you are here today to get a word to help heal your heart. And God can keep you and guide you so you don't make that mistake. So the first thing we want to look at, watch this, is how does God feel about it? We got to start at the beginning. How does God feel about it? Exodus 20, 14, watch this. You shall not commit adultery. Plain and simple, cut and dry. That's how God feels about it, right? God thought enough of this, watch this, to make this one of the Ten Commandments. He thought it that important that it's going to make the top ten. You know when something makes the top ten, it's important, right? So the Levitical law, watch this, has 613 laws in it for us to keep. 
Ain't nobody keeping that but Jesus. Amen. Yeah. 613 things that we're actually supposed to do. But God said, let me put it in layman terms. Let me help you out. I'm going to put it in 10. If you follow these 10, watch this. You'll really be able to keep the rest of them if you just follow these 10. Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Watch this. That's what he's telling us, right? And love your neighbors for yourself. That's what it's all built on. So if you follow these 10, you'll be able to follow me. So Jesus comes in and says, look here. If y'all do that, I got y'all. Love God with all your heart. Uh, don't don't worship any false idols. Uh, uh, don't, don't, don't bow down to anything that's not got any graven images. Love God with all your heart. And then he says, love your neighbor as yourself. What does that mean? Do not commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't, don't, don't be envious and jealous. All these things. If we follow those two, it will show the love of God for people and God will be exemplified in our lives. But while we're talking about how God feels about it, look at this. Look at Leviticus 20 and 10. The man who commits adultery with another man's wife, he who commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. Woo. We just talking about how God feels about it, y'all, right now, right? So, so the act of adultery was so severe that it was punishable by death. Ain't that a trip? So if you were caught up in this mess, you and the other person, they would take you outside the gates. People would surround you and grab stones and continue to throw them at you until you got blunt force drama and you die. Thank God we under grace. Praise God. Amen. Ain't nobody thank God that Jesus died for us, that we are under grace, that, that his blood covers our sins. We thank God for Calvary, that we wasn't raised in the Old Testament. But this is a thought. Watch this. Watch this. Just because the consequences are different, who said God changed how you feel about it? Who say it still don't break his heart? Yeah. Who say it still don't hurt him when that happens, yeah. right? So we got to understand this, that our choices break God's heart. Yeah. In fact, look at what Jesus did. Jesus took it up a notch. Look at this. Matthew 25, 27 and 28. You have heard that it is said to those of old, you should not commit adultery. Mm-hmm. That's what he said, right? But I say unto you, whoever looks at a woman to lust for her already has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Woo. Yeah. Jesus took it up a notch. He, 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 just took, he just took it up a whole nother notch. He didn't make it easy for nobody, right? But Jesus wants us to understand, watch this, not just the sin, but how and why behind the sin. Because I can fall into sin, but I can, if I don't know how or why I keep falling into it, I'm going to keep on messing up. If I don't understand how or why, I'm going to keep making the same mistakes. And I love it. Who was it? Brother Jonathan Marino said the reason the devil keeps us going because he keeps us in cycles. He, he knows us better than we know ourselves. And because we keep making the same mistake. He knows that he takes That's notes right. of it and keeps sending the same temptation your way. He keeps sending the same thing your way because he knows you might fall for it. Why? Because he's trying to keep you in cycles. So Jesus said, look here, it ain't just about the adultery. You got to know about the how and the why or you going to fall into it. See, adultery happens by not by chance. Watch this. It happens when something gets our attention of your eye. And then it leads to acceptance in your heart. I'm going to teach today, amen. Praise God. We're going to learn something today, man. Uh, if you don't want to learn, praise God. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But we're going to learn something about God today. Look at this, look at this. Because we got to be thankful. Why? Because woman, I think, is what? The best thing God ever created. Praise God, amen. Thank God that he created woman, amen. Brother in the back said, I feel you, Pastor. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, 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 that. That we love that God created woman for us. But Jesus is telling us, brothers and sisters, I don't want to seem sexist. Watch this. That we must guard our eyes. See, once I start undressing people with my eyes, it gets into my heart. Once I start looking at people as objects and not people that God created, it gets into my heart. See, watch this. Once I let sit, let it sit in my heart, it becomes a thought. And if I think about something too long, I consider it. And once I start considering it, I get curious. 
And then once I get curious, that don't wait, that don't work for me no more. I, I decide to make a choice. See, it's not that it just happens by chance. Nothing happens by chance. We think about it. We see it. We let it sit in our heart and resonate. And before we know it, it's all over our mind. And then we can't think right and make wrong choices. So Jesus is trying to tell us, beloved, look here. The act of adultery, while it may be physical, it starts with the lust in your eye. So now we're going to look at, watch this, the characteristics of the adultery. We talked about how God feels about it. Let's look at the description. Amen. Praise God. And this is Proverbs 5 and 3. I'm in the New King James. Look, 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 look at this. For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. Ooh. He said her lips drip honey. That's sweet. Amen. L- lips drip honey. Mouth smoother than oil. You know how smooth his oil is? Come on, my coconut oil and baby oil uses it. You know how smooth oil is? He said her mouth smoother than oil. That, that, that's a trip. Do you see the level and enticement that this sister got? That, that her lips drip, honey, and then she got me mesmerized by her lips. See, if she dripping, then I might be tripping. And if I'm careful, I might get caught slipping. Uh, see, 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 she might be screaming and wishing while I'm on my mission. I, I'm all messed up because I'm, I'm caught into her eyes. And then Proverbs 6 and 24 and 25 said this. They protect you from the wanton woman, from the seductive talk of some temptress. Don't lustfully fantasize on her beauty, nor be taken in by her bedroom eyes. Woo. Come on, my lashes and batting them eyes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's be for real. Don't be taken in by her bedroom eyes. You got to watch her eyes. Because if you get to watching her eyes and looking too much, you caught up in something you can't get out of. Uh, uh, some brothers say, yeah, Pastor, I met her before, praise God. I met the dripping honey. I met the smoothest oil. And I met the bedroom eyes. I've seen this sister somewhere. Y'all got to pay attention and watch out what's going on. But women, y'all don't get a pass neither. Because according to the last studies, watch this. Watch this. Got some brothers in the house. I love it. Uh, according to the last study in 2018, watch this. Collected about infidelity. Why it says 20% of men have slept with some outside of their marriage. 13% of women have slept with someone as well. So nowadays, it ain't just bros cheating no more. Praise God. Amen. Back in the 50s and 60s, you didn't expect it, but it's a new game. It's a new day and a new age. So we got to be careful. Yeah. When this Bible is trying to tell you, watch this, that it's a spirit and it can attract men or women. Be careful of the spirit of someone that moves like this. So, so, so that was the description Let's look at the dialogue. Let's look at the dialogue. You got to read Proverbs 7 for yourself. I don't have the time to go by every verse because it's so much, but, but it gives us the dialogue. I love this. I'm going to highlight a couple things that's very important. But Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived, is telling a story right here, y'all. He's telling a story about a young man who he calls simple and not wise. Uh, he has no understanding. My God, my God. It says, watch this. He has no understanding and lacking void. So, men, watch this. We got to make sure that we got some understanding. Look at this. It says he's walking down at night and he's passing along the street corner where the woman lives. Mm-hmm. He's passing down the street li- corner and the Bible said this woman comes out and she has on harlot attire. Amen. You got to go read verse 10 later on. But it says she had on harlot attire. I'm trying to help my sister out today. Praise God. Amen. Uh, uh, because you can't get mad when a brother call you out your name. Watch this. If you're wearing harlot attire, don't get mad when somebody call you a harlot. Yeah. 
Oh, y'all want to have no shoes with me today. Amen. Y'all don't want to have no shoes with me today. Uh-oh, you got to be careful. Watch this. When you wear revealing clothes and able for everybody to see, because men are turned on visually. That's how we do. And when you dress like that and operate like that, a man is undressing you with his eyes. He's not caring about your heart. He's not caring about your character. He's not caring about the woman you are. He's not seeing the God in you. He's seeing something else. So you got to be careful to make sure we're not revealing ourselves. It says she is wearing harlot attire. If y'all don't know what a harlot is, let me help you out. Let me bring it to the 21st century. She's a hoe. Uh, 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 she has a whole attire, praise God, amen, is what it says. So he's letting you know that she's dressed a certain way to be called that. So if I'm not that, don't dress like that. Amen. amen. Mm-hmm. Then the Bible calls her, watch this, describes her as a loud and rebellious woman. Her feet just will not stay at home. It's giving us a description of someone who acts a certain way, who carries this spirit. See, the Bible's trying to give us wisdom and understanding and what to look for. Because if you don't know what to look for, you can get dragged anyway. If I don't know what I'm looking for and the intention of it, that spirit comes and it jumps on me. So it says, look here, she's loud, she's talking reckless, and she will not stay at home. And then it says this, she's out on the mix of every corner that she finally catches this brother by himself. She, she's on every corner and she kisses him. Look at what she said. Proverbs 7, uh, 14 and 15. I have, I have peace offerings with me. Today I have paid my vows. So I come to meet you diligently to seek your face and I have found you. So she says, watch this. I have peace offerings with me and today I paid my vows. We got to be careful because this signifies what? She's religious. She, she, she was in church that day. We got to be careful. She said, I, I, I have my peace offerings. And I paid my vows. I, I, I went ahead and prayed for a minute today. I did all that. I took care of all my business with God. Now I found you. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's important for me, watch this, to love God and obey God. No, no, no. As long as I give him a little time, they're going to do my stuff on the side. I'm cool. We got to be careful of that wayward way of thinking. Amen. Because God knows the intent behind our heart. I, one thing that trips me out, people say this, watch this. They do wrong and say, God know my heart. That is like the most dangerous thing you can say, amen, because he really know your heart. He know you really had no intention of obeying him. He really know you had no intention. You wanted to do wrong and couldn't wait to do wrong. He knows that. So be careful when saying God knows your heart because he knows your heart. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Be careful with that. So then sister girl says, look here, I laid my bed with tapestry. I got Egyptian sheets and linen on my bed. I got perfume. It's smelling like myrrh, alloys, and cinnamon. Sister girl then hooked up the whole atmosphere for it, but she got a Candles rolling. She got a romance body butter, baby. She's just feeling good and, and everything, right? So she got all this going on. Look at what she says to the brother. Verses 18 and 20. Come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us delight ourselves with love. For my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He is taking a bag of money with him and will come back on the appointed day. Woo, woo. That's the trip. So she takes this brother and says, look here, let's go make love to the morning. Let's delight ourselves with love. She's sucking him in and her husband is not at home. This is a trip. She has every detail planned out. She know he got a bag of money. He doing what he doing. He ain't coming back home the next Thursday. So since he ain't coming back home the next Thursday, let's kick it. Let's have us a good time. I've been watching you from the street corner. I've been looking at you. I've been peeping at you. Come. And the Bible says this about her with her enticing, enticing speech. She calls him to yield and fall to the seducing of her lips. So the, bro- the Bible calls this brother someone without void, without understanding, without knowledge, without wisdom, because he went with her. Watch this. Some people you don't need to talk to. 
uh, uh, yeah, you talk too much. Praise God. Amen. I'm trying to help everybody that, that, that's at work. And watch this. They always trying to come to you, want to invite you to lunch, want to take you out to lunch, and want to go with just you. And they know you got somebody. Praise God. You better stay away from that. They always trying to cook you some food and hook you up. Look what I made last night. Let me bring you a plate. I'm trying to help somebody. Amen. Uh, you better be careful who you talking to. Some people I don't need to talk to or spend time with. It, it ain't that I'm mean, but I got to protect myself. It ain't that I'm mean, but I got to protect my relationship. It ain't that none of that. No, no, no. But I got to make sure that I don't get caught slipping because the Bible says she's slick. She's seductive. Her lips drip honey. It's smoother than oil. I can get caught up and wasn't even trying to. I can fall into a whole situation and wasn't even looking for it. Amen. So you got to be careful who you talk to. So now watch this. Let's look at the desires. Of the uh, of the adulteress, the desires, amen. So make no mistakes. I'm trying to help some people out, amen. Praise God. And, and I want to say this because I'm going to get to it later on, but I'm not here to beat you. I'm here to pick you up, amen. If you fell in, praise God, amen, you need someone to talk to, pastor here, to help you to crawl up out of that, amen. I don't want you, the devil, to beat you up because guilt and shame to jump all over your head. No, 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 no. You can be forgiven and you can restore anything through Christ, amen. So, so let's talk about the desires of because This is important. Make no mistakes about it. Listen to me clear. The sex will always be better with the mistress. Hey Amen. Y'all trying to have church today? I'm trying to teach y'all something today. Amen. I'm trying to teach y'all something today. And, uh, it will always be, watch this, more passionate and better than anything you've experienced. How do you know that? Because the devil got to keep you hooked. He can't keep you hooked with the same thing you got at home. He got to give you something that's going to turn you out. He got to give you something that's going to have you so messed up in the head, so messed up that you want to stay in that bed more than come home. It's going to have you so messed up and out of whack. So you got to be careful and understand what the enemy is trying to do. He's trying to get you caught up in it. Why? Because the desire of adultery is really delusional. Think about this. Think about it. I'm going to help somebody. Another brother, watch this, is willing to have sex with you, sister, and, and know you got a husband at home and know you got children at home. He really can't respect you. Uh, he has no respect for you, for your family, for nothing you got going on. I'm just being honest. And, and sister, watch this. Watch the brother. And you keep running over to that sister's house and spending time with her and spending time with her when you got a wife and kid at home. She really don't respect you, your family, or nothing you got going on. There's no respect right there. The adultery is delusional. It's not a real relationship. It's no respect there. What do you mean? Vis-a-vis, the married person, watch this, who continues in the fair doesn't have any respect for you either. Because if I can come over there and sleep with you and think nothing of it and go back home and can continue doing that and pulling your heart towards me and I have no desire to be with you, that's not a real relationship. Amen. See, we in a generation of side chicks, side dudes, sneaky links. All this stuff is accepted right now. So you got to be careful. You can't accept foolishness. Stop accepting that. You're better than that. God wants you to be married. God wants you to have your own, not somebody else's. Amen. So you got to understand that it's not real. Have have some respect for yourself yeah. not to get caught up in that foolishness see once I stop looking watch this as sex and, and adultery is an opportunity to fulfill my fantasy I'm faced with the reality of it mm-hmm. see the reality of it is not real what do you mean pastor because every real relationship has responsibilities mm-hmm. y'all, y'all ain't trying to talk to me today See, if I'm in a real relationship, watch this. I got I, I, it's some providing that got to go on. Amen. If it's some real relationship, it's some communication that got going on. If it's a real relationship, it's, it's stuff that's playing out. You know what I'm doing. I know what you're doing. But if I don't know what you're doing, all I'm doing is coming over to sleep with you. That's not a real relationship. It don't have no expectations. Who told you you were worth no expectations? Who spoke that lie in your life? 
Who told you that's all you was good for was a booty call? And then you believe that and now your heart is broken. Believe that somebody going to leave when they ain't going to leave. Have no intention of leaving. All they want to do is keep screwing you. Quit falling into the victim and the traps of the enemy, y'all. Have some respect for yourself. Look at this. Proverbs 7, y'all. 22 and 23. This is talking about that same brother. Immediately he went after her. He couldn't hold it. She had the bed smelling good. Had a body by body smelling good. Had 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 the, the game piece. Said her husband ain't coming back the next Thursday. Everything was set up. It said immediately he went after her, as an ox goes to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction stocks, till an arrow struck his liver, as a bird hastens to the snare. He did not know it would cost his life. He didn't know. Look at this. Verse twenty six and twenty seven. For she has cast down many wounded, and all who were slain by her were strong men. Her house is the way to hell, descending to the chambers of death. My God, my God, that's deep, y'all. He said, look here, she didn't call plenty of strong men. She ain't catching weak brothers. She kept the strong brothers. And if we be honest as men in here, praise God, the downfall of many men, watch this, is money or women. Right, right, right. That's the downfall of most men. We see great men in history who have done amazing things. And what is their downfall usually? It's either women or money. He says she has came and caught up plenty of strong brothers. So her house is the way to hell. Got to watch his step. He didn't know he was about to die. Okay, y'all don't believe me. Okay, you ever heard of a woman named Joanne Curley? True story, Joanne Curley. Okay, Joanne Curley was a woman who was married, right? Uh, she was married to her, uh, her husband. Her husband's name was Robert Curley. And he had a $300,000 life insurance on his life. And what did she do? She poisoned my brother. She, she poisoned her husband. But, but it took him a while to prove it. He was in the hospital before the day before he died. said, my wife is trying to kill me, but he didn't know how. When they come to find out, watch this. He had 900 times the lethal dose of thallium in his system. 900 times of a lethal dose of something in his system. Why did she do that? It took about a year, but every day she put a drop in his drink. It, it took about a year, but every day she put a drop in his food at dinner. And after a year, he had so much poison in his system, he died. What are you saying, Pastor? You keep sneaking for a while, it don't seem that much. But you keep sneaking a little bit and a little bit more. And a little bit of that drop and that poison, that venom getting your system. And after a while, you're making all kind of crazy mistakes. After a while, you can't keep it together. After a while, you didn't lost your mind and don't know what to do and you're confused because you allow somebody to poison you, amen. Be careful whose bed you lay in. You will find people that's good in the bed and bad for your head. And, and mess you up. Thoroughly, you don't know what's wrong with you, so we got to be careful. It said her pathway, her house, led to hell. Don't let her turn your heart aside to the right or left. So, 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 so now we're talking about that. Let's talk about the, the disgust of adultery, amen. The disgust of it, amen. Uh, one thing is for sure, watch this. The chapters 5, 6, and 7, dealing with adultery, show some severe consequences, amen. The Bible is a roadmap. If we follow it, it's there to protect us, amen. It ain't that God don't want you to have no fun. It ain't that God don't want you to have a good time. No, it's for your own protection so you don't fall into certain traps and pitfalls, amen. So look at this, look at this. Uh, and some people, watch this, watch this. They, 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 they crept and they did it and they thought, God going to kill me. I, I ain't going to make it out tonight. I, I don't know what happened. I'm not going to make it out night. But then the sin sucked us in, and now we got comfortable with forbidden fruit. See, see, see the disgust of it, because what? Adam, when Adam first ate the fruit, God said, when you eat it, the day you eat it, you will surely die. But Adam lived to be 930. See, it wasn't that he died immediately. Consequences was coming. 
It, it wasn't that he died immediately. That's not what God was saying. But you took a bite of death. So now you're going to have some death coming to you. We got to be careful and understand the parallels of this. Look at this. Proverbs 6, 32 and 33. Whoever commits adultery with a woman lacks understanding. He who does so destroys his own soul. Wounds and dishonor he will get. And his reproach will not be wiped away. Wounds and dishonor he will get, y'all. Look at this. It says things like this, and I don't have time to put them all up there. You got to read for yourself. Proverbs 5, 6, and 7. Check them out. But verse 10 and 5 says, watch this. Strangers will, fill, will be filled with your wealth, and your labor will go to the house of a foreigner. Uh, praise God. Divorce is expensive. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Uh, that, that all your labor and all the things you work for. Amen. We've seen people, watch this, that come and have so much money. And we have what happened? They cheat, get caught up. Wife coming for half. Praise God. Amen. Uh, why? Uh, Jeff Bezos gave up about a billion dollars. Amen. The guy who owns Amazon gave up some billions of dollars. Why? Because it's expensive. Strangers and foreigners. Because she's going to get her a new boo. Uh, somebody you ain't even know going to be spending your billion dollars. Praise God. Amen. Be careful. Proverbs 5, 22, 23. He is caught in the cord of his sin and shall die for lack of instructions. It's causing pain. 6 and 26. For by means of a harlot, a man is reduced to crust of bread and the adulteress will prey upon his life. He is reduced to a crust of bread. How does that happen? Because guess what? Uh, you can't be trying to live single when you're married at the same time. Uh, you trying to live a single life and you marry, you're going to be losing some money. Praise God. Amen. You're going to be sneaking and getting hotels. You're going to be sneaking to go on trips. You're going to be sneaking and do all this stuff. And you look up, where did my money go? It's reduced to a crust of bread because you cannot be married and single at the same time. It don't work. And then it says this, watch. He is dishonored. Death and dishonor is prevalent when I'm dealing with this. Look at this. 27, 29, 6. Can a man take fire into his bosom? And his clothes not be burned? Mm -hmm. Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? Come on. Come on. So is he who goes into his neighbor's wife. Whoever touches her should not be innocent. Come on. For jealousy is a husband's fury. Mm -hmm. Therefore, he will not spare in the day of vengeance. Mm -hmm. My God. Wow, so he's saying, look here. Keep playing that game. Somebody husband going to get you. Yeah. Uh, keep playing that game and think it's cool in the game. Somebody somebody ain't going to be able to forgive that. It, it's not a forgivable offense. Vengeance, they will come upon come asking for it. So we need to understand that. I know some brothers like this, man. Why? He died messing with his girl. He messing with some. I know people. Y'all know somebody like that that died. Not even somebody's wife. They was messing with somebody's girl. And he got his head bust. Sad. Horrible. Why? Because it's an it's a, it's a offense that holds weight because we don't guard our heart. We let people in our heart and things in our heart. And because our emotions didn't get out of whack, somebody can do something so horrible and messed up. But I need this. Watch this. If you're married or want to be married, I need some MSA people in here. Hey, praise God. Amen. Y'all know what MSA is? Praise God. I need you married, saved with an attitude. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I need you married, saved with an attitude. What you mean, Pastor? Uh, because it's one thing to flirt with me and you don't know better. But if you see my ring, praise God, amen. Y'all, I can't get no amen for nobody here. It's one thing to flirt with me. If you just don't know me and ha ha ha, that's cool in the game. But if you see this ring on my hand and you come, I need a sister to look at it, brother, what you want? Yes, I'm happily married and married gone right now in Jesus' name. Get out of my face. I don't like you. I don't want nothing to do with you. Don't ever embarrass his butt, amen. Let a sister roll up on you asking you, don't, don't tell her off. Tell her, sister, get away from me. I don't want to talk to you. I don't know you. Help, Jesus, help. Help, make them think you're crazy. Get away from me. No, no, no. Get away from me. I need to be married and saved and with an attitude. I ain't got no time to play with the devil and play no games. No, get away from me as far as possible. 
Because I'm telling you, the devil will play games with you. Anybody that think that can get me to leave Lady Thomas, guess what I'm telling them? You can't afford me, praise God, amen. Amen. I'm too expensive. I'm too expensive. You can't afford me. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, what do you mean, Pastor? Okay, I'm going to help somebody out. You see the way she looks at me and, and cheers me on when I preach? That, that's too expensive. That's too expensive. Uh, that's too expensive. The way my children know their dad love their mom and would do anything for their mom and I'm happily married and want to keep my family together, that's just too, too, too expensive for me, amen. Praise God. Okay, okay, okay. The brothers that call me pastor and can look me in my eye and respect me and honor what I say, that's just too expensive for me. I I'm sorry, sister girl, you can't afford me. That is too expensive. You better tell somebody, I got too much going in my life. God want to give me too much. I got too much blessings. It's too expensive. You think I'm losing all that behind somebody behind? You crazy. I don't care how big it is. I, I don't care how good it looks. No, 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 no. I ain't losing it. It's too much. It's too expensive. My God. So, you know, I can't leave you out of here with on, a, on a low note. No, no. We talked about the what? The, the description, the dialogue, and the desires. Now we got to talk about the defense. Praise God. Amen. You got to be on defense against this spirit, right? So let's go back to Jesus real quick. Matthew 5, 29, 30. We almost done. Look at this. Look at what he says. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Cast it from you. For it is more profitable that, that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off, cast it from you, for it is more profitable for you than one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. So I take the Bible figuratively, not literally, amen. I'm not plucking out my eye, literally, praise God, amen. There's no way I'm plucking out my eye. I'm not doing that, amen, praise God. But, but what is Jesus saying? The intent of his watch this, I got to guard my eyes. I got to watch what I'm looking at. I can't let watch this screens get me in trouble. I can't let my imaginations and news feeds get me in trouble. I got to watch what I'm Googling, amen. I got to be careful because if I'm not, my eye gets somewhere and get me off track. And then I'm looking at stuff I ain't got to be looking at. And now it's seeping into my heart. Then he said, my hand, cut it off. No, we don't want you to cut off your hand, literally. But think about it. This hand is causing me to sin. I got to make some decisions. I got to make some moves. I got to bust some moves and operate different and move because it's causing me to sin. So I got to learn to cut my flesh off. That means I might have to go on a fast. That means I got to watch who I'm hanging around with. That means I got to move and operate and get away from certain people. I got to talk to certain people and tell them to pray for me and continue to get counseling, whatever it takes. I got to make sure I'm doing whatever I can to cut it off. That's good. So once I understand the defense, the next thing I got to do, watch this, is enjoy my marriage. Praise God. Amen. Uh, after I had played defense, now it's time to enjoy my marriage. Look at this. Look at this. Proverbs 5 and 15. Drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well. Y'all miss y'all shout. Praise God. Amen. Nobody here want to be married, happily married. Praise God. Y'all, I don't know what y'all tripping on right there. That was, that was powerful. Drink water from your own cistern. So y'all know what the cistern is? That's like a well they would dig back in the Bible days, right? They would dig it underground. It's a well, had water in it. And he says, drink water from your own cistern. Water and water from your own well. My father-in-law, Pastor Derek, I love this. He used to say this all the time. Watch this. The grass ain't always greener on the other side. If your grass is brown, you take out your hose and water your grass. Praise God. Amen. What up somebody here? 
Uh, uh, you water your grass, amen. Quit worrying about the grass. The reason it's brown because you're looking over there, amen. The reason your grass ain't green because you're looking over there. The way your grass ain't nurtured and captivated. No, no, no. If you want your marriage to be good, you got to nurture it. You got to captivate it. You got to plant the flowers, plant the roses, water the garden. You got to do all the things. Be kind, be loving, be honorable. You got to do all the things you want done so your marriage can be what you called it to be. Yeah. And then he says this, Proverbs 5 and 19, that kind of jumps off what we talked about last week. Watch this. As a loving deer and a graceful doe, let her breast satisfy you at all times and always be in rapture with her love. See, the Bible is pro-love. Amen. Praise God. That's why you better marry what you like. And when you find what you like, love it at all times. He said, be satisfied at all times. Don't let nothing come in the way of your satisfaction. You're supposed to be satisfied with your partner. You're supposed to be satisfied with your spouse. You're supposed to love and move as a unit. But you got to make the effort. Because if you don't, We've seen it in the book of Proverbs, y'all. Five, please read 5, 6, and 7. That's my challenge for you this week. Praise God. Amen. Yeah. Read Proverbs 5, 6, and 7. And look at what God is saying. Because if you don't be on defense and protect your marriage, protect it from people, protect it from certain spirits, my God, you leave it open to anything. See, God makes, watch this, marriage a priority. But in there, we got to learn how to make, watch this, prayer a priority. The love of Christ a priority. We got to make the things God wants a priority. And then marriage is a beautiful thing. But when we don't take the, God, the creator of marriage, when we don't take what he takes seriously, then our marriages become hard, become difficult, and become weak instead of being strong. So watch this, watch this, and I'm done. If you ever committed adultery, praise God in the physical. God, 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 all you got to do is repent. God will forgive you. Amen. I don't care if you ain't never told nobody. You can come, pastor, wear on his heart. You can come talk to me later on someday. I need my number, whatever the case may be. We can talk because I'm here to pick you up. And I don't want you to continue to carry that scar and that hurt and think that God can't heal you. God can't deliver you. And God can't make you anew. The devil is a liar. Praise God. Understand that. But understand this, that, 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 that I'm, I, I'm real and I'm in confidence. You can tell me anything in confidence, but you can't play on people. Mm-hmm. I feel I got to say this real quick because watch this. Ain't no way you want somebody to keep you, you, you acting like that and then you keep on doing it. No, no, no. You made a mistake. That's one thing. But you can't keep on doing it. AIDS is real. Praise God. Amen. Yeah. Diseases is real. You can hurt somebody. Amen. And, and that part I won't agree with. Amen. But if you want to be forgiven and clicked up, come and talk to me. God can do it and God will do it. Amen. But understand that you can't play with people's hearts. But then, check this out. Pastor, I never committed adultery. I never did that. Aside from Jesus said, I lusted, lusted in my eyes. Praise God. I did that part. Praise God. Amen. But, but the physical act, amen. I missed that. Amen. I remember, yeah, Jesus said, you look at your woman, you lust in your eye. Yeah, yeah, you already committed. So we all committed adultery that way. Right? Okay, okay. I want to make sure we're on the same page. Everybody here, everybody need to be saved. Right? Amen. So, 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 so that part. But I haven't did the physical act. And that's cool. But, but, but as reading this, I couldn't help but say we all guilty of spiritual adultery. I can't help but read and say, you know what, God, we ain't been faithful to you. God, I ain't loved you like I should love you. I ain't loved you with all my heart, mind, and soul. I, 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 I haven't given myself away to you. I haven't treated you as a, as because you say we the bride of Christ and Jesus is the bridegroom. I haven't treated myself as being your bride, which what is submissive to you, which is loving you, is putting you first in my life. So, well, yeah, we might not do the physical, but guess what? We all have done it spiritually, yeah. and it's time for us to get right. Yeah. So, Lord, my prayer today is help us, oh God, understand where we've fallen short of your grace and how much we need it. 
All have sinned and fallen short of, short of the glory of God. Amen. All of us have fallen short. But God is saying, I need to rear you in. I need to build you up spiritually so I can pull you out any mess that you're in. That I'm the potter and you are the clay. I can make you into anything you need to be. But understand this. I need you to come to me. Amen. Praise God. Can we give God a praise? Amen. Give God a praise, a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's, 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 that's the praise God. I give some glory because it's good and kind. I don't know. You may not have heard a message like this before. That's cool in the game. But, but, but I'm serious and I care. I know the enemy. I told you two, last week, two things we don't ever want to talk about in church. And we both want them. Sex and money. And we got to make this. The Bible talks about it, so we got to talk about it. We got to create a healthy space that we understand how to operate in a sinful world. So my question to you was, check this out today. If you say, God, look here. God, I'm guilty of spiritual adoption. God, I have not given you my heart, mind, and soul yet. I, I, I flirted with you. Played with you. I, I appreciate everything you get, but I've not given myself away. Let today be your day. Say, God, today is the day I'm giving you my heart, mind, and soul. I want to live for you. I don't just want you to be my Savior, but I want you to be my Lord. You know, it's the difference between Lord and Savior. Amen. Everybody wants to be saved. Everybody wants to be forgiven. That's cool in the game. I want to be saved and I want to be forgiven, but it just don't call him Savior. It says, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. Lord means I give you my life. Lord means you run my life. If you need Jesus, if you need to be saved, let today be your day. If you need to give your life to Christ. If you've never been saved, don't let today go by. Maybe, maybe you are saved, but Pastor, I've just been out the will of God. I need to get back into the fellowship. I need to come back and get it back together. Let today be your day. But God loves you and God cares. And God wants you. God is willing to do it all for you. He did it all by shedding his blood on cross, on Calvary's cross. So if you need to be saved, or maybe I'm saved, but I'm looking for a church home, whatever the case it may be, either here or online. If you're online, it's a number to text to join as well. You want to reach out, special prayer requests, whatever it may be. We are here, but you got to give yourself away. Then give your hand to God. The sooner you give your hand to God, the sooner you feel the joy of the Holy Spirit. The sooner you give your hand to God, the more you know you're not fighting these battles alone. The sooner you give your hand to God, the more you know you got peace, you got joy, you got love, you got gentleness, you got self-control. You didn't even know you had these things in you. And the Holy Spirit's there to give them to you. Amen. If there's anybody in here, amen, praise God. Y'all know me. I'm not going to stretch it out, praise God. But if you feel God, hey, only you and God know, amen, I'm just a messenger. Only you and God know what's in your heart. But if you know you need to be saved, you need to commit your life to Christ. I am saved, but I need to recommit and be serious about it this time. If that's you, make, make today, make today, make your decision. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. That is you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It takes courage. It takes courage. It takes courage. It takes courage. Come on. Because it takes courage. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It takes courage to come up and say, you know what? I, I ain't got it all together. And I can't front like I do. And I need to get some stuff fixed. And I need God to fix some things because I can't fix it myself. If that is you, man, don't let the enemy hold you in your seat. Praise God. Amen. If that is you, if you need special prayer, whatever you desire, whatever you need. Uh, but if you haven't given your life to Christ, that's my plea. I'm like, Paul, Paul said, I beg you by the mercies of God. I beseech you, brother. I beg you by the mercies of God that you would give your life to Christ. Submit your body to Christ, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which will be unto him, which is your reasonable service. Romans 12 and 1. That's the least we can do is give God our body. Because if he died for us, 
the least I can do is live for him. The bare minimum I can do, amen. If he died for me, bled for me, hung for me, the bare minimum I can do is give my life for him, amen. So if you need to be saved or recommitted your life to Christ, amen, so they're praying and God is praying. If you're if you cool, pray for them, amen. Pray that whatever Lady Thomas is praying and they need it, it's going to happen, amen. But if you know you need God, amen, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. But I want you to understand that God has plans for your life, that God cares that God loves you, that God wants to do something in your life. But we gotta be willing to let him do it, amen. That commitment face is key, you ain't gonna be perfect, you ain't gonna do everything right, amen. But you can be committed. You're not gonna do everything right, baby, but you can be committed, amen. Praise God, give God some praise, amen. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. His blood is real, his blood is real. He shed his blood for this, amen. This is what he shed his blood for. He died and rose again to give us power, to give us power over the enemy, to give us power. He said, you will tread upon scorpions, amen. You will tread upon vipers and snakes. Jesus died to give us power, amen. Power, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Ghost, but we have to let him in. And then all you gotta do is make him, you ain't gotta, it ain't nothing to figure out. It's just commit. God, I'm trusting you for every step of the way. God, I'm trusting you. I don't know where the next move gonna come from. I don't know how I'm gonna make, I don't really know none of that. All I know is that you God and I'm putting my trust in you. And once I put my trust in you, I don't gotta pray and worry no more. Once I put my trust in you, I'm moving by faith and not by sight. I believe you and trust you. If that's you, you feeling God nudge on your heart. If you're feeling God tug at your heart, it's God, it's God. Only God knows if you're feeling that loud God, praise God, amen. Let's give God some praise, amen. If you're feeling that, say, God, today, I'm making a commitment today. Today is the day. I'm coming and I'm committing, oh God. I'm no more half-stepping with you, oh God. I'm no more half-stepping. I'm coming in full-fledged. I'm coming in, oh God, as I am, oh God. I'm coming with all my issues, with all my brokenness, with all my tears, with all my pain, with all my hurt, with all my scar. I'm coming here with all before you. I'm coming before you naked, oh God, because I need you. I can't put on these fake faces no more. I can't put on these fake posts, oh God, and attention for social media. I can't put all that fake stuff on. I'm sick of the fakeness. I need something real. My God, there's nothing realer than Jesus Christ. He will change your life. He will give you new life. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. But you got to let him make you new. He is the potter and we are the clay. He is the potter. He wants to shape you. He wants to mold you into what you need to be. But you have to allow him to do it. We got to be willing, y'all. We have to be willing. Be willing. Are you willing? Ask yourself today, my God. Dig in your soul. Say, God, am I willing to let you make me over? Am I willing to allow you to lead me? Am I willing allowed to give my rights over to you? Am I willing to give you control of my life? Am I willing to give you the driver's seat? Am I willing to let you be God in my life, in my willing. You got to ask yourself, am I willing? And if you are willing, watch how God will work in your life. He will do exceedingly and abundantly more than you can think or ask according to the power that works within you. God is a promise keeper. He's a way maker. We sing it every Sunday, right? He's a way maker. He's a promise keeper. He's a miracle worker. Why is he that? Because we allow him to have his way in our life. That's why he steps in and shows up and shows out so much. But you got to allow him to have his way in your life. My God, Lord, help us, oh God, today, oh God, to submit to you and have your way in our lives, oh God. 
Help us, oh God, as we're praying. Amen, amen. If, if everything's cool and you know God, please pray for those up here. Amen. I'm asking you to pray. Amen. We are the body of Christ, the saints, right? We are our brother's keeper, right? I need you. You need me. We're all a part of God's family, all a part of God's body. It's his will that every need be supplied. So we must pray for one another. Love one another. Comfort one another. Amen. Console one another. Speak life into one another. Whatever you need. It's in the house, but you got to let God have his way. Amen. Is anybody else in here that wants to just let go and let God? Amen. Y'all been here. Y'all know we don't we don't stretch it out, but God is moving. Amen. So I just want to make sure my job. I want to leave here with a clean heart and a clean conscience. I don't want you holding on to your seat. Don't let the enemy keep you in your seat. If that's true, if you feel it in your heart, don't let the enemy keep you in your seat. Don't don't, don't let him do it. But you got to be willing because if you ain't willing, it don't work. Praise God. Amen. If, if you ain't willing, it don't work. Amen. I say it all the time. God is not a, he's not an abusive God. He don't want to force you into anything. No, God is a God of love. Amen. So it's never a force. My God, it's a love move. It's a movement of love and an action of love. Amen. So we thank God. Amen. I'm going to pray as well, Father God. While they're praying, dear Lord, we just thank you, God, for your way and your word, oh God. We thank you for hearts, oh God, that are realigning and recommitting to you, oh God. We thank you, oh God. I pray, oh God, this word has challenged us in our relationships, whether we're married or, or about to get married, Father God, or, or single and want to get married one day, whatever the case it may be, Father God, as you challenged our, theolo- our theology, oh God. You challenged us, oh God, spiritually, oh God. You challenged us, oh God, to make a way to understand, oh God, that we first need you to be the head of our life, the head of every relationship, Father God, if you are literally first, oh God, on the block, oh God, then guess what? It makes us to be better, have better spouses, oh God. It makes us to be better parents, oh God, better individuals, oh God. So we just pray, oh God, for every heart and every mind here today, Father God. Let them be filled with you and anew with your Holy Spirit, oh God. Those who desire you and wanted a new commitment, oh God, I pray they committed to Christ, oh God. I pray, oh God, you open up their hearts and their minds, oh God, to allow you to lead, oh God, and they will follow you, oh God. You said, my sheep know my voice and they won't follow another, Father God. So help us to understand, hear your voice, and follow you, God. In Jesus' name, oh God, we pray, Lord. Amen and amen. Give God some praise. Amen. Can we give God some praise? Hallelujah. He is worthy.